For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Steve Morgan. Joining us is Sherrod DeGrippo, Director, Threat Intelligence Strategy at Microsoft. Sherrod, happy 2024. Great to have you back on with us. Hey, Steve. It's great to start the new year with you. So first thing I want to ask you about is SleuthCon. It's a great event. I noticed on social media, you have a post out there. You're going to be there. Tell us a little bit about the venue and what you'll be doing. All right. So this is great. I love SleuthCon. And this year it is May 24th, 2024. So SleuthCon is the Cybercrime Congress. SleuthCon is where it all goes down when it comes to crime. Crimeware, botnets, that whole ecosystem that is financially motivated. That's what we go there and talk about. It is Arlington, Virginia. I like to call it Gym City Bar and Grill. There's like a cluster of multiple hotels right there. And you can check out the SleuthCon website that gives you more information about where to stay, where the venue is. But the content is incredible because we get the best cybersecurity crime researchers from around the world, around the intel community, and they present their findings on what's going on in the crime world. It's incredible. So the big question is, will Boris Karloff be there? That is a big question. I'm giving it 50-50. So Boris is never the problem. It's that I would have to drive um, to the D.C. area, and I can only really handle about five hours of driving before I want to swerve off a cliff. (laughs) So if I can convince a friend to help share the driving, I am talking to someone who I think I could split the driving with. So let's give it 50-50 that Boris is going to be at SleuthCon. He would love to meet everyone. He's been to conferences before. He loves it. And for anybody who's not familiar with Boris, he's like the ultimate cyber dog. So for those of you who've been listening, you know. So I have to ask you out on your Twitter feed, which you know I follow, you had a poll asking what were people's favorite Girl Scout cookie. And I've got a beef with you because you didn't have the chocolate mints though. I mean, come on. That's my favorite. There weren't thin mints on that? No. Oh, that's weird. So I know that they're sometimes regional, but I'm pretty sure thin mints are for sale this year. I might have just cut off the picture on accident, but I'm pretty sure thin mints are available, which I also like, but I'm a tree foils girl all the way. I was a Girl Scout. Those are my favorite then. They're my favorite now. We love the Girl Scouts. In fact, we had the CEO of the Girl Scouts of the USA, who's also a rocket scientist, Sylvia Acevedo, come on with us. And this is when the Girl Scouts first launched their cybersecurity badges, which has become an awesome program. And now we've got about 300,000 girls in the US who have earned those badges. And during COVID, we work with them on a program because the cookie sale got shut down. And that's a major source of revenue. They're a not-for-profit. It was a really big deal. So we would just giving shout outs to all of the cookies you had listed, plus the Thin Mints. Awesome. (laughs) I was a Girl Scout and I grew up in Georgia. Juliet Gordon-Lowe, the founder of the Girl Scouts, is from Savannah, Georgia. I think the Girl Scouts is a fantastic organization. So if you're looking for community service and volunteering opportunities and you're in the cybersecurity industry, I think getting together with a local Girl Scout troop or the national organization or your state organization, help them out. It's a really rewarding organization to be a part of. So I have a news story I want to ask you about. Before I do that, one more social topic here. You had a post out. You were on a podcast sharing your favorite movie, Heat. And I just want to hear a little bit about that because we published the Hacker's Movie Guide. Steve Wozniak wrote the forward to the book, and we have had a lot of people in the industry come on with us and share about their favorite movie. So I just want to hear it from you. So that was on an episode of the Microsoft Threat Intelligence Podcast, which I host. You can check that out on CyberWire. 
I love Heat. It's a Michael Mann directed movie from, I believe it's 1992. It's got Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, Al Pacino, and it really is a kind of classic heist movie, but it gets into the pathos of sort of the criminal mindset. And threat actor psychology is something that I've worked on and done presentations and talks on for years and years and years. And understanding why people do the illegal and illicit and criminal things that they do is really interesting to me. So if you haven't seen Heat, it's available on a lot of streaming platforms. And I would say, take a look at it and do two things. One, Look for social engineering because it is rich with social engineering. And two, when a character says the action is the juice, that really to me is kind of the defining moment of the movie. So speaking of criminals, let's get serious here. I want to talk to you about a story in Reuters, and I'm just going to read the opening and turn it over to you. So this is January 15th last week. North Korean hackers are sharing money laundering and underground banking networks with fraudsters and drug traffickers in Southeast Asia, according to a United Nations report. And this is with casinos and crypto exchanges emerging as key venues for organized crime. Tell us about this, Sherrod. This is really interesting. This came out of the United Nations Office of Drug and Crime, and it just came out last week. So this is something that the industry intelligence is still digesting. Something to think about with North Korea that we've observed for many years now is that they kind of occupy a really interesting space in that as a nation state actor, they're not particularly pigeonholed. They kind of will do anything and everything that they feel furthers the goals of the regime. And that includes, as we've seen, stealing billions of dollars of cryptocurrency. But what's interesting about this report to me is that it's not just about North Korea state actors stealing cryptocurrency. It's about what they do next. And what is it that they do next? So they've got to launder that money and they've got to spend that money and they've got to get that money out into the economy so that they can cash it back in. And it looks like from this report from the UN, and it does mention Lazarus, so you can take a look if you're a big Lazarus fan. It looks like from the report, they're connecting with Southeast Asian gambling syndicates and junkets and casinos, some of which are legal, some of which kind of skirt the line of legal and illegal gambling. And they're putting through these Bitcoins and cryptocurrency that they have stolen into this other crime network. And if you're interested in North Korea, you have to check out, it's brand new, this episode of the Microsoft Threat Intelligence Podcast we did. It's all about North Korea. It just came out and it walks us through this strange world of the isolated North Korean nation state cyber focused activity and how it skirts these edge cases of crime where they're stealing cryptocurrency. And there's a lot of stats in that episode, but it talks about how they've stolen billions of dollars. And in fact, I think it was one third of all stolen cryptocurrency is attributed to North Korean threat actors. So what we're seeing is this question of, okay, they're stealing that currency. They're getting it in to the country. They're getting it into DPRK. What are they doing next? And this is the first time we've seen definitive reporting from a definitive body like the UN giving us a picture into what's actually happening in Southeast Asia with some of the stolen cryptocurrency. So before you leave us today, I want to ask a little bit about the Microsoft Threat Intelligence Podcast. Tell us exactly what that is and who the audience is. We've had some great people from Microsoft on our podcast. I'm sure you know them, Brett Arsenal, Ann Johnson, Amy Hogan-Bernie. So we've been fortunate. You're our favorite. That's why you're on with us regularly. But tell us about the Threat Intelligence Podcast. 
That list you just listed is like some of the most prestigious threat intelligence and security minds in the company that I also am so lucky to get to work with most of them very frequently. I think what I love about the podcast is that it really is for the community. It's about the threat intelligence realities. So we're not just giving you threat landscape updates, which we do. We talk about like, what's hard about this work? What's difficult about attribution? What did you find that you were working on that you really didn't like? And just about every expert I talk to on the podcast, I force them to choose APT or crime. And then I say, okay, if you do APT today and we took away the country you focus on, whether that's North Korea, Iran, China, Russia, if we took away that country, what would you pick? And it's delightful. And I hope they're just pandering to me, but it's delightful because many of them say, oh, I do cybercrime. So I'm pulling people over to my side, slowly but surely. Well, that's great. Maybe you'll invite me on one day. <laughs> I would love that. I can't wait. You know, I've never hosted podcasts. I don't know how you do it. It's incredible. And there's so many great podcasts with great podcast hosts out there. It's not easy work. I hope listeners understand there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just a quick little chat. There's a lot of behind the scenes things happening. And once I feel more confident in my abilities there, then we'll start to bring on more outside guests. So for everybody who's listening, you've heard us mention Barlas Karloff, and you're all going to get to see Barlas because we're going to be doing a special episode. We'll be back to you and let you know when that is. And he's going to come on with Sherrod, so stay tuned for that. I'll get him a little chair and he can sit right next to me at the desk. <laughs> He'll totally do that. He's very, very chill. All right. Great to have you on with us today, Sherrod. Thanks a lot, Steve. Have a good one. Talk soon. For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Steve Morgan.